the shouts came from the crowd as they gave the albumin players a standing ovation. The curtain closed as the eggs took their final bow. The endless clapping echoed behind stage as their hearts were beating with excitement. This was the best production yet, exclaimed Gregory. We did a great job. Miss Poach congratulated everyone and invited them to a cast party backstage. Children, I have a little gift for you. You did such a great job with this play. I'm very proud of you. I want to give each of you a sparkling crystal heart to represent the love I have for you. Miss Poach continued with her speech as she leaned down, cupped her hand next to her mouth and whispered, It's really a paperweight. You can use it to keep yourself organized at home. Miss Poach's warm smile let them know they were loved as she gave each egg a hug and a crystal heart. This is so beautiful, Miss Poach, said Meg. I will treasure it always. Thank you. Miss Poach, I really appreciate this gift. I will hold these memories in my heart, said Sigourney. The party continued for another hour, and then the eggs went home to get some much-needed sleep. A few weeks passed, and the talk of the play, along with the crystal hearts Miss Poach gave them, was still fresh. I keep my crystal heart at home on top of a stack of my favorite magazines, said Gregory. My crystal heart sits on my dresser next to my play program, so I can always remember that special night, added Meg. You know, said Sigourney, it's almost Valentine's Day. Since Miss Poach was so kind to give us the gift of the crystal heart, maybe we can get her something for Valentine's Day to show her how much we love her, too. That's a great idea, said Gregory as he scratched his head. Valentine's Day is a time for love. Let's talk about it at recess, said Meg. The bell rang to begin class. The eggs took their seats. The morning was busy and filled with schoolwork. So when the recess bell rang, it was a welcome sound. The eggs ran outside. Peggy went over to sit in one of the swings at the far end of the playground and began to slowly sway back and forth. She kept her head down, staring at the wood chips on the ground. Reggie noticed his cousin all alone on the swing, and he went over to talk to her. Hi, Peggy, what's up? He said as he approached her. He knew her parents' troubles were still bothering her. Oh, nothing, she said in the gloomy voice Reggie had come to know. Hey, why don't you join me and the others? We're going to talk about Miss Poach's Valentine's Day gift, encouraged Reggie. No, thanks, replied Peggy. I'm not feeling very loved lately. You know about my parents. I don't think they know I exist. I tried talking to them, but they were too worried about their own troubles. That has been on my mind so much, and I remember how I almost hurt Benedict when we had play practices last month. How I didn't fasten the hooks to the beanstalk. Benedict could have really been hurt. He probably doesn't like me anymore. I think it's best if I just stay away from people. Peggy began to scrape up the wood chips with her feet as she continued to swing. Peggy, said Reggie, I know you're having a hard time right now, but that's when you need love the most. My friends and I will be here to help you with anything that is hurting you. You have to let us help you. And as for Benedict, I don't think he dislikes you at all. Why don't you try to talk to him? I just need to be alone right now, Reggie, Peggy moped. Okay, but please let me know when you need me, Reggie said. Okay, Peggy replied with her head down. As she continued to swing, her crystal heart fell out of her coat pocket onto the wood chips. She did not notice it had fallen. Neither did Reggie. Reggie went back to his friends. Peggy is really down. She doesn't feel loved. We have to help her. Benedict replied, I'm not helping her. 
She tried to hurt me. Remember the beanstalk? Benedict, she didn't do that on purpose, said Gregory. I was there. She felt bad about your fall. That's right, Benedict, added Reggie. I just spoke with Peggy, and she thinks you don't like her anymore. Well, guess what? I don't like her. Benedict stomped off. Well, now we have two problems to fix, Benedict and Peggy, Meg said. We also have to think about a Valentine's gift for Miss Poach, Sigourney added. I have an idea if you want to hear about it. Yes, Sigourney, let's hear it. The friends gathered around and Sigourney shared her idea. They were excited about her suggestion and all shook their heads in agreement. That sounds like a good plan, said Gregory. I have something at home for my dad's work. I'll ask him if we can use it. Let's meet at my house after school. Reggie adjusted his glasses. I'll even try to get Peggy to come. I'll ask Benedict to come too, said Sigourney. Maybe if we get them together, we can help them work out their differences. After school, Reggie and Peggy began to walk home. Peggy reached into her coat pocket to feel for her crystal heart. The feeling of love for Miss Poach that was represented by the crystal heart gave her some much-needed comfort at this time. As Peggy reached into her coat pocket, she began to panic. She stopped walking and exclaimed to Reggie, Oh, Reggie, my bad day just got worse. I can't find the crystal heart Miss Poach gave us. Oh, no, now I feel like I lost her love, too. Frantically, Peggy began to turn her coat pockets inside out. I know I had it when I was on the swing at recess. Can we go back and look, Reggie? Please. Of course, said Reggie. They both ran back to the swing where Peggy was sitting at recess but could not find the crystal heart. Are you sure it was here when you had it last, he asked. Yes, I know it was. I always reach in my pocket to feel it. It might sound silly, but it gives me a feeling of comfort knowing that Miss Poach loves us. Just before you came to talk to me on the swing, I was feeling the crystal heart to try to cheer myself up. Peggy's bottom lip began to quiver and her eyes filled with tears. Reggie got on his hands and knees and continued to search through the wood chips for the crystal heart, but finally gave up. I'm sorry, Peggy, it's just not here. Reggie put his arm around Peggy's shoulder and the two eggs walked home in silence. Reggie wanted to help her feel better. He asked her to go with him to Gregory's house to work on Miss Poach's gift. He thought it would help her take her mind off things. Peggy, come with me to Gregory's. We're going to work on Miss Poach's Valentine's Day gift. Thanks, Reggie, but I would rather be alone right now. Peggy walked ahead of Reggie and turned toward home. Reggie continued on to Gregory's. When he arrived, he found Meg, Sigourney, Gregory, and Benedict all working on Miss Poach's gift. I'm sorry I'm a little late. I was talking to Peggy. Why didn't she come with you, asked Sigourney. She wasn't in the mood, I guess, replied Reggie. Well, I'm glad she's not here, snapped Benedict. She doesn't like me. Benedict, that's not true, said Meg. I wish she was here so you two could talk. The eggs continued to work on Miss Poach's gift. There, it's all finished, said Gregory. Uh, it looks like something's missing. I can't imagine what it could be, but it needs one more thing. Hmm. I know, exclaimed Benedict. Let's put one of the crystal hearts Miss Poach gave us in the middle of her gift. See, I have two of them. You can have one. Benedict, why do you have two crystal hearts? asked Reggie. Miss Poach only gave us one each. I found it on the playground in the wood chips. It was under one of the swings. Someone must have lost it, explained Benedict. That's Peggy's crystal heart. She lost it. I helped her look for it after school. Oh, she's going to be really, really happy when I tell her you found it, Benedict. No way. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers. Benedict clutched his heart tightly and put it back in his pocket. On second thought, let's not put it on Miss Poach's gift. 
I want to keep two hearts in case I lose one. Benedict, said Sigourney, you're not being loving at all. Peggy is upset she lost her crystal heart. You need to return it to her. Why should I? She doesn't like me and I don't like her. That's just the way it is, he shouted. Listen to me, Benedict, Sigourney said seriously. You need to understand something. You don't have to like someone in order to love them. Sigourney, that doesn't make any sense. How can you love someone and not even like them? Benedict wrinkled his nose and rolled his eyes in doubt. Benedict, continued Sigourney, sometimes we don't always get along with everyone, and that's okay. We're all different, and we all have different personalities. But you're taking this too far. You're being mean to Peggy by not returning her heart. You may not like Peggy, but you don't have to hurt her. You could be a loving person and return her crystal heart. Loving someone means a lot of different things, and one of them is not hurting a person. Are you sure? I thought love was just all that mushy stuff, said Benedict. I told you, Benedict. Love can be a lot of things, not just mushy stuff. Love works best when it is given away. I think you should give Peggy her crystal heart back, replied Sigourney. Benedict, Sigourney is right, said Reggie. You will make Peggy happy with your act of love. But then she'll think I like her. I don't want that. He wrinkled his nose again. Why not, replied Meg as she flipped her ponytail. She'll think you're a good person, Benedict. You should do the right thing. I'll think about it, said Benedict. I have to go home now. As he turned to leave, he took the crystal heart out of his pocket and looked at it. He thought about Peggy and the hurt she was going through. He stood there for a while just thinking. Then he made a decision. He decided to listen to his friend's advice and to do the right thing. He would give the crystal heart back to Peggy tomorrow. As Benedict walked toward the door, he wasn't paying attention to where he was stepping and he slipped on Gregory's baseball. He fell forward flat on his face and hit the floor so hard that the crystal heart was knocked out of his hand, hit the wall, and broke into several pieces. Benedict, are you okay? The eggs exclaimed together as they ran over to see if he was all right. You sure are getting hurt lately. First the beanstalk and now this, said Gregory. Let me help you up. I'm okay, replied Benedict, but look, Peggy's heart is not. It broke into all those pieces. I can't give it back to her now. He was so upset he ran out the door. I'll clean this up, said Gregory. He carefully swept up the pieces of the heart. The eggs finished working on Miss Poach's gift. They weren't quite sure what to do about Benedict and Peggy. They decided to get a good night's sleep and discuss it the next day. As they were getting ready to go home, Meg asked, Gregory, how are we going to get this to school tomorrow? It's so big. I already asked my dad. He said he'll put it in his truck tomorrow morning and drop it off in our classroom before Miss Poach arrives. He'll put it behind the art supplies cabinet so she won't see it. Good idea. The next day was Valentine's Day, and the eggs were excited to give Miss Poach her gift. The morning bell rang and everyone was seated. Children, said Miss Poach, I know you are excited today, but we will need to get our work done in the morning, and then after recess, we'll begin our Valentine's Day party, okay? Okay, hooray, shouted the eggs. The morning seemed to pass slowly as anticipation for the party grew. The recess bell finally rang, and the eggs ran to the playground. Reggie looked over at the swings to see if Peggy was there. He noticed something that seemed very odd to him. He took off his glasses and cleaned them with his t-shirt to make sure he was seen correctly. Could he believe his eyes? Benedict was pushing Peggy on the swing. They were laughing and smiling. Reggie said to his friends, Gregory, Meg, Sigourney, look over there. Peggy and Benedict seem to be getting along. Let's go see. They all ran over to Peggy and Benedict. 
Hey, you two, said Meg. What's up? Benedict stopped Peggy's swing and she leapt off. She reached into her coat pocket and pulled out a crystal heart. Where did you get that, Peggy? asked Reggie. This morning before school, Benedict wanted to talk to me. I wasn't sure what he wanted because I thought he didn't like me. But it turns out he thought I didn't like him either. Peggy and Benedict looked at each other and laughed. Once we started talking, we realized we both had the wrong idea about each other. Then Benedict did something amazing, and he taught me something too. What'd you do, Benedict? asked Sigourney. Benedict's cheeks turned bright red as he shuffled his foot back and forth in the wood chips. I remember what you told me about love, that love works best when it's given away. So I decided to give Peggy my crystal heart since I broke hers. I know she's having a hard time right now, and I thought it might help her. And guess what I'm going to do with it, exclaimed Peggy. I'm going to give it to my parents when I go home next week. They're having a hard time too, and maybe it will help them. Love does work best when it's given away. Sigourney winked at Peggy, and together they all walked back to class. That's great, smiled Sigourney. Finally, it was time for the Valentine's Day party. Reggie raised his hand and asked if he could say something before the party. Of course, Reggie, said Miss Poach. Miss Poach, we have all worked very hard on a Valentine's Day gift for you. We wanted to give you something special to show our love, since you gave us the crystal hearts to show your love. Reggie and Gregory went behind the art supplies cabinet and pulled out the largest, most beautiful Valentine's Day card ever made. It was wider than Reggie and Gregory combined and stood one foot over their heads. It was made out of a large leftover piece of cardboard Reggie's dad had given him. It was cut into the shape of a heart and spray painted pink. The heart was decorated with glitter, stickers, and colored puffy paint. Miss Poach put her hands to her mouth and gasped in surprise. Come on everyone, sign the big heart card for Miss Poach. We want to tell her how much we love her, said Gregory. Each egg stepped up and wrote a heartfelt message to Miss Poach on the card. Then the eggs hung the card from the hooks on the top of the blackboard for Miss Poach to see. She held back tears as she looked lovingly at the thoughtful gift. This is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen, exclaimed Miss Poach. Children, thank you so much. It's beautiful on the outside, but it's also beautiful because it came from inside of your hearts that are filled with love. Did you know that love works best when it is given away? Sigourney, Meg, Gregory, Reggie, and especially Peggy and Benedict all looked at each other and smiled warmly. Where have I heard that before, smirked Benedict. He had yet to notice the sparkling crystal heart pieced together with glue, the one that had broken, right in the middle of Miss Poach's card. Oh, I love the ending of this chapter. It all came together, didn't it? The eggs glued the crystal heart back together, which helped us to know that love can fix many things. Benedict and Peggy found that out as they learned an important lesson about love. Like Sigourney said, love works best when it is given away. Benedict gave his crystal heart to Peggy and she in turn gave it to her parents. They didn't expect anything in return, they just wanted to make someone else happy. That's what love truly is. Why don't you give it a try? Is there someone you know who could use a little extra love this week? Do something loving for them. That'll help them feel better. And I bet you'll feel good, too. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a good egg. To learn more, visit www.thegoodeggs.org. 
You'll find information on the Good Eggs book series, lesson plans, word search and crossword puzzles, and more. You can also learn about the Good Eggs Foundation and how we serve our community. There's a lot to see on our website, so be sure to check it out. That's www.thegoodeggs.org. Thank you.